What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hanging Heavy. As always, I'm your boy, Desecrator. So, it's, uh, it's Monday night, and, uh, this should have been up Friday night, but, you know, I got a little busy. Uh, some things got changed last minute, and, uh, I ended up hanging out with one of my boys, Three Bills. He's been on the show before. Uh, I've talked about him a couple times. Um, uh, he was with me uh, when we w attempted to see Flux. Oh, he got to see Flux Pavilion. He was there. I was there at one point. Shout out to my boy Carhart. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, shout out to those of you who listen to that. You know the context of that little tidbit of information. If you haven't, uh, look up the title episode. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, you'll be up to date with uh, the ins and outs of uh, Flux Pavilion. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, he wrangled me into a, a new, another EDM show. Happened to be local. And uh, it was with a, a DJ that I've never heard before. And um, he was like, yeah, dude, let's go. It's going to be fucking awesome. And usually we have pretty similar tastes, especially when it comes to electronic music. I'm a fucking bass head. He likes the shit that kicks hard, and so do I. I mean, I'm a metalhead. I just like heavy. Fuck, I, I, I basically called dubstep fucking blowing up before dubstep blew up. But whatever. Um, so yeah, fucking, he was like, yeah, let's go to this show. Like, I'll get the tickets. Don't worry about it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. If you're paying for the night, then we're all gravy. I'll go. So he fronted the ticket. He picked me up and we went. I, I did do a little bit of research into this show before. And uh, the homie that I'm talking about apparently is a local town boy. Uh, his, give me a second. Let me pull up this ticket. He goes by the moniker Boombox Cartel. And apparently he's a hometown boy. So uh, fucking, this is his first sh hometown show apparently. That's what he said. Whether that's true or not, fucking whatever. That's cool. So, whatever. I look at a couple of his tracks on YouTube. As you do. And I was, uh... I was... Eh, eh, I wasn't fucking pumped to see this guy by any means. His music's alright. It's not my cup of tea. But listening to a DJ's productions versus his live show... That's a whole nother can of beans, you know? So, fucking, whatever. The ticket was free for me. Or the show was free. Fuck, whatever. So, I was I was down. Uh, my favorite flavor is free. So, we went and... Uh, the opening DJ was eh, pretty chill. It was good tunes, right? It was a good uh, atmosphere. And This place apparently is one of the higher-end places here in town. It, uh, too small for what it was, but it was all right. Drinks way too expensive. 
So, fuck that place. Uh, mm, yeah, no thanks. Apparently they have a dress code, but not that night. So we went and we started sipping on some drinks. Uh, we pre-gamed two, two beers in the car and two tall boys. And um, we were down for a good night, you know? So the music kicks in. And uh, the second DJ goes on. And his set was just, I guess, filler time. And uh, his set was fucking better than the first. It got everyone motivated. Fucking homeboy just rolls in the back door. We're close to the back door, so we see him stroll in. And Three Bills is like, hey, that's the dude. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I noticed. Uh, they basically kicked the fucking door in. Homeboy rolls in with, like, fucking... 15 people entourage. I bo- guess who's back? So he fucking pretty much wastes no time and he gets on stage. At this time, fucking, we're mingling with the fucking. We're broing out, fucking listening to bonchies or fucking some heavy ass tunes. And uh, fucking everyone's vibing, everyone's feeling good and shit. And uh, th- this was my boy Three Bills' idea, right? So fucking, they were buying drinks and I would just give them to him. Because uh, this was his idea. He gets the free shit, right? He brought me. So, gotta, you gotta, you gotta please the ride, right? So, we're fucking drinking and we're feeling good. The music starts fucking kicking. Homeboy gets on stage and fucking demolishes the set. Uh, he fucking throws down some fucking hard fucking. He throws some dubstep in, some fucking hard style, some fucking heavy house trance, fucking everything you can think of. Fucking homeboys throwing it out there, fucking trap. And it was a fucking great show, you know. I'm fucking glad I went. Yeah. We were there. I'm a big boy, right? So after a while, I was getting a little hot. It was last call. They cranked on the fucking house lights. Homeboy was still throwing down, right? My boy Bills was fucking feeling himself. And, you know, I was getting a little hot. So I stepped outside. The show was already going to finish anyway. So I'd rather beat the bum rush. So I, I walk out the door. And as I'm walking out the door, all I feel is... Fucking two, three fucking big motherfuckers are manhandling this one dude out the door behind me. Fucking smacked the shit out of me with the door. And uh, somebody was getting tossed out. Carhartt, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, not again. No. The good time. The good thing is I already got my money's worth, aka free show. I didn't have to travel anywhere. So fuck it. I was just there, fucking shooting the shit with the fucking sheriffs that were there, and not even security guards. I befriended them pretty much. And uh, we were just shooting the shit for the last 15 minutes. This dude gets tossed out. Some fucking drunk chick comes out with her friend and he's all fucked up. And she's like, I'm just going to walk into the car. And after last call, they don't let you back into the fucking bar or the club, you dumb bitch. Rookie mistake. Uh, so she's uh, walking him out to the front. They're like, oh, you can't go back in. And she's like, oh, it's just going to walk him to the car. I'm, I'm just gonna go back in and finish the show and they're like uh no ma'am uh that's it you're done <laughs> so 
So I start talking shit. Oh, you should have listened. No, you shouldn't come outside. You fucked up in the background. And the, she starts getting a little worked up. And they, they're like, man, if you don't fucking turn around, we're going to take you downtown. <laughs> That's some fucking CSI bullshit. I've never heard it in real life until that night. <sighs> so fucking two people are possibly getting arrested from disorderly misconduct or drunk in public, whatever the fuck. And then uh, I, I noticed this dude and his girl, and they're like both metalheads. And I was like, hey, shit, you're fucking wearing a shirt that I can't read the band logo. So that's a black metal band, isn't it? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a metalhead too. So I know if it looks like a bunch of spaghetti noodles thrown on the shirt, that's a fucking black metal band. And we were just shooting this shit, talking about how fucking metalheads and like hard style and EDM and shit, like the heavy EDM, like. Uh, metalheads flock to that if you can headbang to it it's fucking heavy it's some heavy shit and fucking I was headbanging my fucking dick off <laughs> my neck hurt the next two days uh, so yeah that's basically the reason why I didn't record Friday night uh, Saturday night I just I didn't feel like it I'm sorry you know what I didn't I wasn't even gonna record today but you know I I kind of missed I kind of missed it you know I I like doing this I don't get paid to do it but yeah um, that's uh, that's what happened to me this past weekend uh, if you guys were at the show anyone that listens to this locally leave a comment leave a like share fucking do all that jazz you know and if you can uh, go ahead and uh, just if you weren't there spread this on your social media anyway let people know that uh, I'm an inter- entertaining fuck to listen to. I paint a vivid a mental picture as if you were there next to me. <laughs> so yeah, I I kind of want to keep going with that because uh, I the night wasn't over just yet. So that that shit happened, and my boy Bills uh, he usually maintains his uh, sobriety pretty well. I mean we're big boys, so it takes a lot of us. It takes a lot of liquor to knock us down. But tonight he was, or that night he was getting a lot of fucking extra drank. So he was sipping. And uh, he got a little fucked up. <laughs> you know, uh, he drove there. But uh, it's rare that uh, he'll he'll come in, he'll let someone else commandeer his car, you know. But fucking, he got fucked up. So he's like, hey, here, he gives me his keys. And he fucking slaps them to me pretty much. He was like, hey, uh, you're going to drive. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, right? Uh, man down. Uh, so, yeah, I fucking I had to I had to fucking ghost ride the whip. You know what I'm saying? I had to fucking drive us home or at least to my house where he could drop me off. And God damn, dude, that was a that was actually a fucking great night. I'm I'm fucking glad I went out with you, Bill. So I thank thank you. Uh, shout out one time to his uh, to a friend of his who said they they were talking a lot of mad shit. Oh, we're gonna get bottles and we're gonna get a table. Go ahead and ask me how that turned out. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we didn't get a table or bottles, and Buster showed up fucking last minute. By himself. Buster. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, fucking, it was a great show. I'm gonna fucking throw out a little clip of what we heard. I, he has an amazing set that he did at uh, 2019's EDC. Let me pull that up real quick so that I can fucking tell you exactly what it was. So if you want to go ahead and listen to it, you can fucking check it out. It was EDC Las Vegas 2019 Boombox Cartel. Look it up on YouTube. If you're into the fucking heavy ass shit, if you're a bass head like me, uh, you're welcome. Uh, fucking shout out to Three Bills. My, do- my boy Dirty Ranch, Dirty Saint. He's the one that hooked it up with that little nugget of... Uh, Hometown history. And, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna leave it there. Get money, get money, get money, get money. New money, new money, new money. Hey, rich Just bought a Cadillac. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Damn, dude, when I heard this shit, I got hype as fuck. I'm gonna let the transition fucking play out because it's pesado. Fucking nasty drop. Uh, so when that moment happened, I knew that I was wrong by judging this guy a little too early. So shout out to fucking Boombox Cartel. You got a new listener. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to transition from that, I guess. Uh, that's probably the most music that I've played that's not my own. Uh, shit, humble brag, right? Um, but yeah, YouTube is probably going to make me pay for that somehow because uh, that's how fucking that works. Uh, but you know what? All credit goes to fucking uh, Boombox Cartel again. Uh, check him out. Uh, if anyone has him on their Twitter or social media, tell him that I shouted him out about his uh, local hometown show. You know, spread my fucking spread my ass a little bit and uh, get my fucking name out there. Rich and Rare. I guess I'll uh, I'll just use this uh, this episode to talk about shows I guess that I've been to or a part of. I don't know. That sounds like I was at the show playing, but no, I was not. I played a couple shows, but nothing fancy. Uh, I guess there's a topic that I want to bring up. So I guess the way I'll segue into that. Uh, obviously, you already know I'm going to bring it up, so there's no point in segueing, but. Back in 2001, um, probably the first fucking big concert that I went to was to go see my favorite handful of bands. Uh, In 2001, this was Slipknot, Mudvayne, System of a Down. This particular tour, those three people were, uh, or two of those people were headlining and the other were also on the bill the the headliners were Slipknot and System of a Down this was the Pledge of Allegiance tour 2001 and um, Mudvayne was supposed to open with a band called No One No One went on 
And uh, they're okay. Average band. Yeah. One of those bands you forget about. So I was there fucking ready to watch Mudvayne tear shit up. And um, apparently they had some issues. Uh, there was a either a car accident or they got into some... They hit a patch of ice or some shit and they lost most of their equipment or some, some shit like that. Uh, they couldn't make it to this show. This specific show that I wanted to fucking go see Mudvayne more than anyone. <clears throat> and uh, they had to pull out of the tour. At that show and a couple shows after that, but... Uh, I guess they had people on, on call ready to replace. Because I, I had no idea who was who was going on since Mudvayne was announced to not be playing. And uh, uh, the show starts, the lights go down. After everyone's done putting all the equipment up on stage, as roadies do. And uh, uh, this dude walks out on stage in a trench coat, lit on fire, <laughs> with a laser apparatus attached to his eye. He's not saying anything, he's just uh, walking out with a long leather trench coat on fire, looking like a badass. He fucking walks around on stage. He starts uh, hyping up the crowd. Uh, he takes his mic stand and he immediately starts bashing on the fucking full stack of fake marshals that they have at the show. So he's beating up the equipment with his mic stand and uh, the pyro goes off and they explode. And then they immediately catch on fire. Uh, again, he's doing all of this while he himself is set on fire with a laser eye. <laughs> and this goes on for maybe two, three minutes. So this dude's on fire for a while. And uh, the fucking, I guess he takes the jacket off or he walks off all stage. The lights kick on and fucking fire fry starts playing. And it's fucking Ramstein. <laughs> what the fuck? So I went expecting Mudvayne and I was not disappointed with who they replaced it with because it was fucking Ramstein. Ramstein at the time was fucking awesome. I mean, they're still badass, right? Don't get me wrong. But holy shit, to my surprise and to everyone else at the venue, Mudvayne wasn't going to play. There was no dig. But fucking Ramstein. If you've never seen Ramstein... What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, these dudes put on fucking intense shows. At the time, they still had that fucking nerd drummer that did nothing but played the percussion. And fucking holy shit. Their fucking show was amazing. Uh, they were tight musically. They sounded fucking awesome. Uh, equipment wise. They were on point and they were fucking there to fucking kick everyone's nuts up their throat and I was not disappointed and it's with that fucking with that little story that I want to kick into some article of uh, Poppy sent me as a matter of fact uh, he sent me an article about Ramstein and here let me pull it up real quick uh, Ramstein and this article is from Planet Rock Dot com. It says, watch, is Ramstein's new stadium show the biggest pyro production ever? And it looks like the set of fucking Mad Max. <laughs> like, I knew they love their fire because I've seen them. 
But holy shit. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, literally the whole fucking arena looks like it's fucking caught on fire. And there's a bunch of videos from it. <laughs> and, like, there's videos from outside of the venue. Like, from people that are not even at the show. Just seeing fucking flames scorching out of the arena. It's an open-air arena. But holy fuck it. If you're into any kind of crazy show or show, fucking stage production, look into it. Holy fuck, it's ridiculous. They, It looks like the place is literally fucking on fire. And uh, fucking, that's crazy, man. Fucking Ramstein upping it up. They're, they're ramping it up already. Their fucking fire production was on point already. And like that's in a closed arena. So imagine what they can do at a festival. Or in a fucking open top, uh, an open top arena. Like fuck, the sky's the limit, literally. And uh, there's pictures of it, and uh, they took it. <laughs> fucking Ramstein, you crazy German bastard. Uh, and with that, I just wanted to shout out my boy Josh in Japan. I know how much you love all the heat. Getting those tits nice and sweaty. <laughs> I need them in my mouth. What's up, Josh? You know I love you, baby. Uh, but moving on. You know, I guess uh, talking about Slipknot, um, it's so very well known that uh, we like to drink a whiskey on this show. And for the most part, uh, we usually do, or I usually do. I had a a tall glass of whiskey before I started recording. I was smoking my last chocolate cigar. You know, relaxing before I started recording. Loosening my lips. <laughs> and um, I switched to beer, by the way. Uh, not because I wanted to. It's just I just wanted my whiskey to last longer. Longer throughout the show than it normally would. But, uh... Speaking of Slipknot, uh, Poppy also, uh, along with that Ramstein fucking article, he threw in this other article about Slipknot and whiskey. Uh, I, I talked about the blackened whiskey by Metallica. Well, apparently uh, the clown from from Slipknot is uh, putting out a whiskey himself. Uh, the article's from Forbes, so you know it's legit. And uh, the article says, no clowning around. Slipknot's number nine whiskey is really good. <laughs> the fucking everyone is putting out a drink or liquor. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this is from Slipknot. So what they're trying to do is work with, uh, I guess, fucking Iowa distilleries. And they're fucking, they've announced that they've uh, partnered to do a whiskey. And it's called number nine. It's going to be available nationwide August 10th. And uh, since Poppy let me know about this, we're going to go half and half and buy a bottle. And hopefully we'll taste it uh, while we record. That's the plan. And hopefully in August uh, we don't forget about it. But since I've recorded it, it's forever on the internet. <laughs> so yeah, apparently there's going to be two batches. The number nine and the number nine reserve. So the number nine is 90 proof and it'll go for 39.99 and it's uh described as a blend of straight rye and straight bourbon mashed 
fermented, distilled, and aged at the Cedar Ridge Distillery. The blend is 60% bourbon, 3 or 4 years old, mash bill, 74% corn, 14% malted rye, 12% March barley, and 40% rye, 3 to 4 years old, mash bill, 51% rye, 34% malted barley, oh, malted barley, excuse me, and 15% corn and malted barleys. So those are the two differentiating uh, ingredients or fucking uh, mashes, if you want to call it that. And uh, from this asshole's fucking description, it begins quite floral with hints of honeysuckle and lily. <laughs> I got something for you to suckle, honey. <laughs> then corn and caramel hit on the palate, cornbread, jalapeno, apple and butter with a hint of charred marshmallow. A lovely medium finish offers a hint of chocolate. This is very much a worthy everyday pour. And he scores it at 85 points. And the number 9 reserve at 99 proof, $69. No thank you. And it's the same blend, but the minimum age on the barrels is 4 years old. And this one also scored... Uh, uh, this one scored 89, so 4 points higher. So not really fucking 20 or 40 dollar difference in fucking price four points fucking 10 dollars a point fuck that but this one the hints are cinnamon clove butter and oak as it hits the palate it coats it with this goodness buttery almost dripping down the side of side of the cheeks and warms all throughout there's a comfort here cornbread like with notes of fried apple pie apricot and macaroon it finishes medium to long with a hint of banana fosters. Whatever that means. Hey, the bottle looks fucking cool. The cheap one looks better than the fucking reserve. It's more ornate. It's a... I guess distracting you from the fact that it's the cheap one. But hey, if it looks good and it tastes good, what the fuck does it matter what it costs? Right? Uh... From my fucking uh, history, I guess, the cheap whiskeys are a lot better than most of the expensive ones that are fucking overhyped and they're just fucking brand names. Uh, like, I'm drinking a Kentucky Gentleman and I have no problem drinking it when it's hot, straight. Uh, try doing that with some Jack Daniels and you'll get a lot of uh, charcoal. Try doing that with some Johnny Walker. A lot of <laughs> burnt barrel taste. And, uh, you know, for the refined palate, I get for the gentleman, I guess that's cool. But you know what? For fucking <laughs> almost a gallon for 20 bucks, hey, you know what? I'll take the cheap stuff. It'll last three times as long and I won't feel bad fucking drinking the shit out of it. Hey, there's a time and a place for the expensive shit, you know? I haven't had an expensive bottle that I was like, oh, this, oh, I need a, oh, this is an experience, a revelation. I need to preserve this. Uh, I haven't had that experience yet. I don't think such an experience exists. Uh, with beer, that's a lot different. A beer is a, a, there's so many different fucking styles and flavors that you can fucking come up with. I understand that with beer, but with malts or spirits, they're almost basically all the same. You have, yeah, higher quality ones. I get it. You can see and taste and feel that. 
But for the most part, for your everyday drinking, are you going to want to fucking kill a fucking $100 bottle? Or are you, you going to fucking smash a $20 plastic bottle? And you know what I'm saying? Uh, the logistics of it are just get the cheap stuff. When you want to celebrate, okay, get the fucking 12-year-old 12, 12 year, 12 year uh, scotch single barrel reserve. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, you know, maybe... I'll buy one for for the next friend of mine that has a child. I'll buy an expensive bottle, you know? Just because how many chances can you say, oh, this is, I got this bottle and uh, I've had it ever since my firstborn, you know? I don't have, I don't, well, excuse me. I don't have anything like that. And you know, I'm not fucking materialistic. And for the most part, I'm not very sentimental. I'm a black hole for emotions. Uh... I kind of tune everything out. I'm, a lot of people call call that being a piece of shit. But you know what? That's your boy Desecrator. <laughs> and as uh, Popeye, the famous uh, academic, the scholar Popeye says, I am's what I am's and that's what I am's. <laughs> and then he had a fucking elephantitis in his forearms and he died of a... Uh, cancerous tumorous masses in his forearms that no one ever thought was fucking weird but you know what <laughs> you know now that i think about it i think fucking popeye was homeless and everyone else was just made up in his mind and he was fucking delusional and schizophrenic fucking oh my goyo olive oil yeah. me, 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 me. <laughs> and what was the fucking uh the big dude's name fucking I have to look it up because I don't want to sound like an asshole. Villain. Villain. Because uh, fucking English is stupid. In Popeye. Popeye. Pete? What? Brutus. Okay. I was thinking the right name, but I just didn't want to say it. Bluto and Brutus. Two different people, apparently. <laughs> what does Bluto look like? Okay, I guess Bluto was the fucking asshole in black and white and Brutus was uh, the fucking colorful motherfucker. They look exactly the same. Maybe they're fucking uh, brothers. Illegitimate stepchildren that uh, fucking hated Popeye. I think he was also constipated. <laughs> Alright, I guess that's where I fucking went with this. Uh, you know, uh, this is actually already at that 30 minute mark and... That's usually like what I like to run with uh, when I'm doing this all by myself. So yeah, I'm gonna cut it here. Uh, thank you guys for fucking staying, staying in, uh, tuning in, uh, staying with me. Uh, I know it's kind of hard uh, just listening to one person ramble on, but hopefully I'm uh, entertaining you enough to keep you listening. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch of different ways you can listen. You can download the Podbean app. It makes listening a whole lot easier. You can uh, like, comment, share, uh, find other podcasts that you're interested in. Uh, you can go to the website uh, hanginheavy.podbean.com. Uh, they host the the well, <laughs> they give me a, a website to host this on. Uh, if you don't want to download the app, that's what I mean. Um, you can also check it out on Spotify. Uh, you can go to the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store. 
And uh, you can also search on YouTube, Hanging Heavy Podcast. And uh, there you go. Every episode that I upload goes there, too. You can leave a comment. You can like. You can share. And uh, if you can do me the favor of uh, spreading the word on your social media, because I'm too paranoid to start my own. And uh, I think it's a little too late in the game. I'm already more than a year deep into this podcast. (laughs) If I haven't done it yet, I don't think I ever will. So let me be your underground fucking flavor. As always, I'm your boy, Desecrator. This was Hanging Heavy. Uh, Much love and rich and rare. (laughs) 